This episode of The Bubble Lounge is sponsored by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency, voted the best insurance agent in DFW by D Magazine. Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today we're going to talk about something very, very interesting. Taxes. <laughs> taxes. Gotta love the taxes, don't you? <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to make it fun, one way or the other. We are. Well, listen, moving here from California, I've been astounded. Everybody's like, we don't have any state tax, but we pay through the nose for property tax. Yeah, we do. So we want to know where it's all going. Well, it all stems from school funding. And yes. today we've invited a couple of people in from HPISD who are going to talk to us about this new House Bill number three. And dumb it down for most of us. So who do we have coming in? We have Mike White, who's the Assistant Superintendent of HPISD Business Service, and Stacy Kelly, who is the trustee of HPISD. And I understand they have breaking news about taxes. <laughs> yes, I know. We kind of got the exclusive. This is their first chance to talk about all this publicly, and we're so excited to share it with you guys. And we're so excited to have Stacy Kelly on. She's an awesome rep for everybody. She really represents the community so well. I love this woman. I will never forget when she was chairing the UP Spring Market, UPPA Spring Market, rather, and she came up to me so seriously and she said, Martha, I would love to have you on my team. I would love to work with you. And I just, I got so excited. I was so honored because she is such a staple in this community. I literally have never seen anyone give back to their community more than Stacy Kelly. Agreed. So Stacey's going to give us some great information, like where is our money going to with the schools and tell us about the bond, et cetera, and all the exciting things that are happening, because let's face it, we all want to know where our money's going. Absolutely. I can't wait for her to share all of her information with us. So when we get back, we're going to talk to Stacy and Mike about what's happening with our money and how it's going into the schools and how it's helping us. But in the meantime, we have some crazy insurance stories from the Park Cities with Kathy Wall of State Farm Agency. Kathy, what do you got? Well, this is a crazy story, but how do homeowners whose liability uh, paid for when their dog ate their neighbor's prize-winning show chickens? Three chickens over, uh, I think back then it was like 1,500. The relative who ran the animal control at the time showed up at 11 p.m. at night and arrested the dogs and hauled them off. They got out of dog jail about three days later. Talk about being in the doghouse. <laughs> That's a great story. Thanks for sharing it, Kathy. You got it. So whatever your insurance needs, please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com, K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L.com. Thank you, Kathy. So we're sitting here with Mike White, Assistant Superintendent of Business Services for HPISD, and Stacy Kelly, trustee of HPISD. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, Thank I mean, you. Just we're your so titles excited. scare me. Just the titles. <laughs> I don't even know what it's to mouthful, say. Right? Sounds yes. intimidating. Thanks for having us. So Governor Abbott just signed into law back in June an $11.6 billion school finance measure known as House Bill 3. Can you guys tell us what the heck that means? Are property taxes going down? Do 
we still have to work in the cafeteria? What's going on? Yes, in layman terms. In layman <laughs> terms. Well, I think the most important thing you need to understand about House Bill 3, it is, is the biggest change to education in the last 25 years. Really? Okay, So it is, I think, the best word we can think of is transformative. Mm-hmm. And um, we really like to give a kudos and a shout out to Morgan Myers and Nathan Johnson for all their efforts on our neighborhood's behalf. And if you see them around the neighborhood, at least Morgan, please say thank you. Give them a high five. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, a high mm-hmm. five. So in essence, House Bill 3 has two components to it. Okay, And at really high levels, it's basically education funding and property tax relief. And those were the two big things that you heard about during the last round when the legislation met. So basically, on the school finance piece of it, I'm going to have Mike talk about that in just a minute, but from a property tax perspective, it really deals with the property tax rate. And what you really need to know in our neighborhood is that basically that rate is coming down. And it's coming down fairly significantly, about 7%. So from about a dollar four of what we call our operations and maintenance budget, or what we do to keep the lights going, and it's coming down to 97 cents. Now, that said, I want to make abundantly clear that that doesn't necessarily mean that your tax bill will be going down. Because while we can control what the tax rate is, the county controls and our market, the market values, can go up still. They may go up 8, 10, 12, 20% on houses in our neighborhood. So who's the decider? So the decider on that is the Dallas County Tax Appraisal District in terms of valuating our homes and sending us our tax bill. And we have nothing to do with that. So let's just put that aside for a second, okay? (laughs) Okay. But I think that from the school finance side of it, Mike really, really knows that stuff inside and out. And he would be a good person to understand or to explain the $6 billion towards education. Yeah, well, first of all, it does a lot of great things for the state, right? So $6 billion is great. That's a statewide number. We're still trying to figure out what it does for Highland Park ISD, right? So hopefully in the next few days, coming weeks, we'll figure that out, adopt a budget that's great for our staff and great for our kids, and go from there. Could Mm -hmm. you guys go through bullet points of what House Bill 3 has? What changes are being made? What's going to happen with the schools? There's probably too many to mention. EA has a great website that details all the different parts of it. So it really just depends on the type of kids. There's certain grants. There's certain dollars associated with special education, those different kinds of things. And again, that's kind of what we're trying to figure out how it shakes out for us, right? So what about how does this boil down for HPISD? So what about merit pay programs? The good news is there are some dollars in there for teacher incentives so that our best teachers can be taken care of across the state. We're trying to figure out exactly what that uh, program looks like. I'm not sure exactly when it'll be online. Uh, EA hasn't really released some of the details, but I think it's a great thing. It could be a lot of dollars for every district across the state for our best and our brightest and can really, uh, we're excited about what it could do for some HPISD teachers. So guys, I've been hearing about Robin Hood since the minute I moved into this neighborhood and it's not to be taken lightly. They say it's a real thing. So tell me, is Robin Hood still going to be around? Well, and by the way, I have not heard that term Robin Hood at all, but I want the audience to know that Mike is sitting here. He's about to answer the question and he's in green tights and a little hat. <laughs> it's a great look on me, right? Yes, it, is. it is a very good look on him. Do you want to take the first part of that? Sure. Okay. So Robin Hood or what we like to call recapture is basically a, an equity process that was done across the state. And it basically said property wealthy districts are going to help the property poor districts and we're going to make it equal so that students across the state can get a great education. So take from the rich and give to the poor. It really is Robin Hood. Well, it, it I mean, really you know, is. It evens um, it out, right? It's an equity thing across mm-hmm. the state so that districts are treated fairly from the valley to the 
panhandle all the way across the state. So, right. And it's a big state with a lot of variety, right? Yeah. right. I think the number one question, because as soon as House Bill 3 passed, I had people call and say, oh, good, recapture. Robin Hood's going away. And I was like, let me make this very clear. No and no. It is not going away for our property wealthy districts. It's just not. I think the most important thing you need to know in our community is that what it will do is stop the tremendous growth. So over the last five years, we'd moved from like $78 million all the way up to like next year, we were going to be projected to pay over $108 million. And so this will basically keep our recapture lower in terms of still there, but not as bad as it could be. Okay, okay, just curious, how many dollars have gone out of our school district over the years since Robin Hood came into effect? Wow, that goes back to uh, 1993. Right. And I think it's a little over $1.6 billion. Wow. Has left Highland Park ISD and, and gone into the system uh, for redistribution. Wow, we paid out a lot. So does this new house bill mean we're going to pay less? Well, to some extent, yes. It's going to go down anywhere from maybe 5 to 7 to $9 million in that territory. So it is it is an improvement. So it's a good thing. But uh, no, it's not going away anytime it's soon. It's still going to be there. No, they rely on it too much. It's too important in the formula. So, And how much is that? So right now, it's probably around $105 million, and it'll probably go to the upper 90s. Okay. So That's big. Yeah, thank yeah. you. What about future construction on our schools that we're doing? Does this affect that in any way? No, House Bill 3 is really separate. Um, mm-hmm. We have our own INS tax rate for that. It, it funds schools. So when the community came together and supported our bond election in, a few years ago, it was to build these schools that we're doing now. And so we're probably halfway through that project, got a few more to go and finish up. And But no, that's completely in, separate. And I think it's really important because we have a tendency using a lot of acronyms throughout anything, whether it's the military or school or whatever yes. it be. So when he says, when Mike says INS, he's basically talking about like, your interest on your mortgage. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that way the population, they know what that means. Yeah, and that, thank that's you how for, we fund our, clarifying. Our, our bonds. And Stacey, I think you used the word recapture. Is that your word because you were in the military? Well, no. <laughs> Actually, um, no, we don't have that word. We had what was called right-sizing, but that's a whole different okay. thing. But recapture really doesn't have anything to do with bond dollars or with construction dollars. It right. all has to do with that piece that we give back to the state so that they can distribute it to make it fair for all students in the state of Texas. We're going to take a short break, and when we get back, I want to talk about the bond and the construction around the schools and how it's going to affect our wallet. Stay tuned. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week, we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. We're back and we are talking about the bond. Obviously, it was very controversial. A lot of people, it was cocktail party talk 
for a very long time. So for me, I want to hear more of the details about the bond and the construction around the schools. Well, I'll go ahead and get us started. So in 2015, we did pass a bond, and that bond was about $361 million, and it basically encompassed a lot of work at each of our campuses. And so every campus was touched by the bond. We, of course, have four new schools that will be erected by the time we're done, and we had significant remodeling and additions to Armstrong. And then, of course, we have whole new wings at the middle school and at HPMS. At parking, the middle, garage. Right. parking garage. Mm-hmm. And then at the high school, we have a lot of work being done there, of course, too, with many moving parts in terms of a new tennis court and basically a whole new natatorium where people will swim, and then we're going to infill, and we have a whole new fine arts wing, and so we're going to have more classroom space and more spaces for the things that our kids do, which is basically academics, athletics, and the arts and community service. And so that's really what was focused on for all of our schools. Okay, that's amazing. You just really gave an explanation that anybody can take in. Yeah, and I I think that if you get the chance to go into them, please do, because we want to make them welcoming places, and we want to make sure that everybody can see the results of that bound money and how it's really going to take us into the future and set us up for the future for all future Scots. Is there a way that we can read up on it and get all the details, kind of status report of what's going on at each school? Mike, you want to take that one? Yeah, absolutely. Our website has a great section that gives weekly, monthly updates on every project. There's pictures, there's videos, there's financial reports, there's status updates, you know, in every board meeting, if you know, if you guys want to come, we <laughs> go through exciting. that every, yeah, it's, it's exciting <laughs> stuff to us, for sure, because we have so many things going on that are great, exciting new facilities and, and renovations, and we go over those every month, and we, and we, talk, we share that information out there, because it is great news, it's great for our community, and we want people to see that, we want to see where their tax dollars are going. Let's talk about reserve funds. Are we going to get any money back? Talking about bond funds? Yes. <laughs> yeah. First and foremost, our, our objective is to make sure to get all those projects completed um, on time and on budget, and those are always challenges. It's not so much about funds going back to taxpayers. It's more about making sure the scope that we have is completed um, and that any remaining dollars at the end, which that's a great thing, right, to have dollars mm-hmm. left over, would probably go back into the schools. So I mean, the answer is no. <laughs> uh, the short answer is probably not. <laughs> Just wondering. But uh, it's a fair question. Yeah. And I think the other thing that in the construction world, those are called contingency funds. And just like if you were to build a new house, you would build in enough for the unknowns. Did the steel cost more? Did the labor cost more? Any of those types of things. And so it's responsible budgeting on the part of the district mm-hmm. when we make certain that for each of those projects that they have those contingency funds to deal with unknowns that may come across. And so, as Mike pointed out, that's all on our website, and you can see by project all of the costs. And guys, as always, we'll put the link on our website for you guys. So just one big question. Do we need to give any more money? Do we need more money? Do we have another bond coming? What else do we have to look forward to? (laughs) There's no bonds on the horizon. Obviously, we are going to have four new elementaries. Like Stacy mentioned, we're going to have a lot of uh, expanded facilities, improved facilities. So I think this is a program that's going to last us for quite some time. So I can't speak for the future down the road. But uh, I think for now, we're going to be in great shape when we finish up this bond program. That is great to hear. And I just have to say this, Stacey, I mean, I've known you for a while and you're an elected official. What made you want to go into local politics? Well, I think 
the first thing that I tell people is that a role as a trustee is really not political. Okay. It's the last bastion of any kind of public service where you don't run on a party and you don't run on a platform that's associated with a party. And so from that perspective, it is truly pure service. And I think for me, the ability, I mean, I moved here when I moved here I was just embraced by this community, and I was accepted by the community, and they gave so much to myself and my family, and I think we really try to do great things for our kids and to really expand their horizons, and so I saw it as an opportunity to give back after receiving so much from our community over the years. And I will say, I have never known anybody that gives more back to their community than Miss Stacy Kelly. Well, I know a lot. That's a part of that's a part of the service, and you can see it in our kids at the high school. I think in our last board meeting, it was reported that they had over 70,000 hours of community service by the 2019 graduating class. That's amazing. That's remarkable. (laughs) Right. Enter to learn, go forth to serve. Absolutely. So what are the three things that you could give us, like three bullet points from our discussion today? What people really need to know about this law and the bond? Well, I can take the first two for sure. Okay, go ahead. HB3 is a great thing for public ed statewide, right? We're excited about that. It's the biggest change in school finance in a long, long time. And two, our bond program is going strong. It's going well. We're excited about what we have um, coming online. These new schools are great for our kids. And I'll take the third point. And the third point is there's still a lot of unknowns, but it's our responsibility as the district and as your elected officials to make sure you're informed what the outcome of House Bill 3 will look like for our district. And we will do that in a variety of different ways. So thanks so much for being on the show. That's been, It's been really informative and you've actually kind of made it more accessible to the average person who doesn't read all the details all the time like they should. <laughs> so thank you so much, guys. It's been a great show. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And you've been in the Bubble Lounge. Thank you.